0: glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. Now, I want us to realize then that this law of faith that Paul talks about in Romans the 8th chapter, the carnal mind can't operate in it, but with the heart Man believeth unto righteousness. See, back there in Romans, the 10th chapter, Paul said, With the heart, man believeth unto righteousness. See, you can believe to be born again in your heart. Now, I know that it's good to confess and say with your mouth some things, but you can believe and be born again in your heart. I remember Brother Hagin telling a story about a fellow that he called out in service and told him some things prophetically. The guy come running down the altar said he just slid into the altar speaking in tongues. Now the man never said a word from the time he got up back there. But he got saved in his heart. You see, he believed with his heart. And he got saved and born again and filled with the Spirit without saying a word. just slid into the altar speaking in tongues. Now what I want to show you is this. That with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Now, salvation is a word that we've kind of just put it over in one category and said, well, it just means to be saved. No, that word is translated throughout the scripture. Same word is translated healed in different places. See, it's an all-inclusive word. means deliverance, preservation, healing, and soundness. So you can believe and be born again, become the righteousness of God through the law of faith. But if you want deliverance, preservation, healing, and soundness... You better get your mouth in motion because the word is nigh thee. What word? The word of promise. The word of faith which we preach, Paul says. It's in your mouth and then it's in your heart. It won't work when it's in your head. It'll work when it's in your heart. And the way you transfer it from the head into the heart, see, you could mentally quote whole chapters or whole books of the Bible and not have any revelation of it in your heart. It's just got to get in your heart first. It's got to get down there. So in your mouth, and in your heart. And just because you verbally quoted it wouldn't mean that it produced a lot of faith for you. Now that may sound like a paradox, but it's true. There's a lot of people that say a lot of things, but they have never said it to really grasp the meaning of it, but just to memorize something. Now there is a difference. There's a difference in hearing and hearing. (laughs) Somebody can hear the sound of something, but they didn't hear it. You understand what I'm saying? Now, we're talking about the law of faith, and we're going to talk about some corresponding action. Go with me over to Hebrews, the 11th chapter, the classic chapter on faith. And I know some of you probably think, oh, I've heard this before. Well, you need to hear it again. It'll water your desert. Now, faith is the substance of things. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things that are not seen. It is the substance of what you hope for. What do you hope for? Well, I hope for what God has given me. Second Peter chapter 1 said, God has given all things that pertain to life and godliness. How? Through the exceeding great and precious promises. Now those promises have in them the ability to cause the manifestation of it in your life. It's called faith. The word of God contains faith. God's word is filled with faith. And faith cometh by hearing the word. We're talking about Bible faith now. So then, faith cometh by hearing the word of God. Then that faith will get inside you if you speak, quote, and say what God said. Now, we've talked about this in the other session, but let me repeat it here for those that were not there. In Luke the 17, verse 5 and 6, Jesus said to the disciples, they said to him, Lord, increase our faith. He said, if you had faith as a seed, you would say to the sycamine tree, be plucked up by the root, be planted in the sea, and it would obey you. Now, he didn't tell them a thing about them needing more faith. He said, if you had faith as a seed, you would say. He tells them that faith works like a seed the way you say it is to plant it. Now, this tells you how the law of faith works. Now, notice faith is a substance of things hoped for. What do you hope for? What you desire. Now, let me show you something. If faith is a substance of things desired in the evidence of things not seen, then fear being an opposite force of faith. Fear is an opposite force of faith. Fear, then, we could say would be the substance of things not desired. If faith is a substance of things desired, fear, then, it being a spiritual force, opposite of faith. Faith is a spiritual force. Comes from hearing the word of God. Fear is a spiritual force that comes from hearing the words of the devil. Now, see, you can learn great truth by working the opposite end of a truth. What we call a reciprocal truth. If faith in God comes to be hearing the word of God, faith in the devil comes to be hearing the words of the devil. And faith in the devil is fear. God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and love and a sound mind. So then, faith is a substance of things desired. Fear is a substance of things not desired. And Job proved that to be true. Job said, the thing I've greatly feared has come upon me. The thing I was afraid of has come unto me. Now, I know that there's some controversy about that. There's some people who don't want to believe that Job was in fear. But you have only to read the first chapter of Job and find out he's continually offering sacrifices. See, you ought to believe in a sacrifice if he was offering it. But he did it continually. Continually. And he said, the thing I greatly feared. See, he didn't just fear, he greatly feared. Now, you ought to resist fear like you resist the devil. Because it is from the devil. God's Word produces a spiritual force called faith. It is the substance of things that God has given you. Now, let's say it this way it is the seed of things that God has given you. Now, how do you plant the seed? If you had faith as a seed, you would say. You see the correlation of what Paul says and what Jesus said. They all come together. They're teaching the same thing, you see. Paul said, I planted, Apollos watered, God brought the increase. Well, Jesus planted some things and Paul watered them. Because Paul taught the same thing, see. James came along and taught the same thing. So then we realize that God has established the law of faith. Now this law, come on down to the third verse here in Hebrews 11th chapter. Through faith we understand the worlds were framed by the word of God, so that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. In other words, the world was not made out of something you could see. Wasn't made out of substance that you could see. It was made out of a substance, all right, but that substance was spiritual force called faith. God stood there in the beginning and he looked out and he saw darkness, but he said light. God created the worlds with his words, reformed and reshaped things with his words. And he expects us to do the same thing. See, so many people say, Well, Brother Caps, I understand that God could do that, but we're not God. Well, read the first chapter of Genesis. It said, God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness and let them have dominion. Over the fish of the sea, the fowl of the air, over the cattle, over all the earth. How are them going to have dominion? Same way that him had dominion. When you see something out of line, speak it back into line. Now see, like I said, get to the tapes because if you just hear what I say this morning, you'll say, well now how can we do that? Well, I don't have time to explain it this morning. Get the tapes, because it'll help you understand the whole story here. But you see, God created men to have dominion over the planet Earth, mankind, male and female. When God created them, he called both of them Adam. Now, if you don't believe that, read it in the fifth chapter of Genesis. Adam named his wife Eve, but God called her Adam. So it says, let them have dominion. Subdue the earth and have dominion. So God fully expects us to do it through faith. Through faith-filled works. Now, we're surely not as highly developed as God is. You can understand that. We're not as highly developed as Jesus was in speaking the word of faith. But the same principle will work for us the way it worked for Jesus if we'll learn to operate it, gain a working knowledge of the laws of God and cooperate with them. See, you have to cooperate with the Holy Spirit and the laws of God. Now, let me give you an example of faith as a law. See, there's a heating and air conditioning unit probably on the roof of this building. Now, I don't know what you use up here. Let's say you use just electricity for the heating and air conditioning. Now, that unit outside this building, which we'd call the heart of the unit, is designed to heat and cool this building control the temperature in this building. Now, it won't cook your food, it won't wash your clothes. It won't wash the dishes, so don't go put your dishes in there and don't expect it to wash your clothes. It was not designed for that. But you know what it was designed to do? It was designed and engineered to control the environment in this building and cause the temperature in this building to be exactly what is dialed into the thermostat. Now, the heart of that unit is like the spirit of man, or what the Bible calls the heart. See, the Bible said, the parable of the sower in Mark 4th chapter says, The sower soweth the word. The word of God is the seed. And he said, He soweth it in what? The heart. So the heart of man is the saw. It is the design of God, the human spirit of the heart of man is the design of God to produce exactly what you plant in it. The impulse that you send to the heart of this unit that God created, which is the human spirit of the heart, is designed to produce, lead you to, cause the manifestation of whatever you planted in it. That's what it's designed to do. Now let's make this comparison. We're talking about the law of faith and how that God has designed the human spirit to lead you to, cause the manifestation of, bring the information and wisdom to you, to find out how to cause to come to pass the promises that God made you. Now let me just qualify that with a few statements. First Corinthians, the second chapter, the Apostle Paul said, I hath not seen, ear hath not heard, neither hath entered into the heart of men things God has prepared for them that love him. Now people will quote that and say, You just never know what God's going to do. Well, you will if you read the next verse. But God hath revealed them to us by his Spirit. Now how did He do it? He revealed it by His Holy Spirit to our human spirit. Can you see that?
1: God bless you. We do appreciate you joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast today. We're talking about a working knowledge of the Word of God, but our offer is Jesus, our intercessor, two CDs for $15 plus $4 postage and handling, total of $19. We have a toll-free order line, 1-877-396-9400. And this is talking about Jesus being our intercessor. He intercedes for us. And how does he do that? We find in Romans, the 8th chapter, great insight into this, and it helps us understand it. We'll start with verse 25. For if we hope for that that we see not, then we have patience to wait for it. Likewise, the Spirit also helpeth our infirmities. For we know not what we should pray for as we ought, but the Spirit himself maketh intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. In other words, it cannot be uttered in articulate speech or language that you have learned. And he says, And he that searcheth the hearts knows what is the mind of the Spirit, because he maketh intercession for the saints according to the... Will of God. Now, the will of in this verse 27 is in italics. It was added by the translators. Let's read it like it was written first of all. "...because he maketh intercession for the saints according to God." In other words, Jesus, the intercessor, makes intercession for us in heaven through the Holy Spirit. Through your spirit, he prays the way God would pray. Now, ask yourself this question. If God prayed, would he get his prayer answered? Yes, absolutely. I'm telling you, and this is telling you how Jesus, the intercessor, he's in heaven making intercession for you. And because we don't know how to pray as we ought, sometimes you just don't know what to say or how to pray. But Jesus, through the Holy Spirit, will pray the way that God would pray in your situation. And that's why he says, And we know that all things work together for good. All things you prayed about in the Spirit is what he's talking about. That's offer number 7216. Two CDs, Jesus, our intercessor, be a blessing to you. Until tomorrow, this is Charles Capps reminding you that the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and Jesus is coming soon.
0: To order the product offered today, call one 396 9400 or write Charles Caps, P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046.